Good morning for Friday, March 13, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page for Ferguson shootings seen as a setback. A balancing act as Iraqis claim gains in Tikrit. And agents in crash said to drive past police tape. In today's national news, hundreds of starving sea lions are washing ashore. Bombing jurors hear a hostage's harrowing tale. And new racism inquiries at the University of Oklahoma. In today's business headlines, the Dow was up 260 points yesterday. The FCC unveils details of net neutrality rules. And Disney talks about Frozen 2 and its Star Wars plans. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written by John Elegon and Eli Yokley. For Ferguson, shooting seen as a setback. In her 17 years as a city councilwoman, Kim Tehan has not been afraid to speak against the powers in her own city. Although she was once a Ferguson police officer, she said she had consistently supported peaceful protest in the aftermath of the fatal police shooting of an unarmed black teenager, Michael Brown. But Tehan's goodwill toward the protesters ran thin after four gunshots early Thursday seriously wounded two police officers guarding the city's police station. I'm beyond outraged by the behavior and lawlessness of the protesters who want nothing more than to destroy our city, she wrote in an email Thursday. Enough is enough. Just as Ferguson seemed to be moving past the stunning abuses detailed by the federal authorities, having shed its city manager, police chief, municipal judge, and other officials accused of running a racially biased legal system, those four gunshots threatened to reopen the well of anger, unrest, and racial tension since Brown's death last summer from shots fired by a white police officer. To actually have the police injured by gunshots, that is not even a small setback, it's a real setback, said Courtney Curtis, a Democratic state representative whose district includes Ferguson. It takes away the forward momentum the protesters did have. As people here reacted with confusion and frustration to the shooting of the two officers, the authorities raided a home and took three people to police headquarters for questioning, but later released them. The authorities also promised to increase security, with the county and state police again assuming the task of maintaining order in Ferguson from the local police force. Civil rights activists and Ferguson residents gathered for a candlelight vigil near the police department to show that they would not let the shootings undermine their movement. The attack on the two officers who were treated at a local hospital and released drew widespread condemnation from the state capitol in Jefferson City to Washington. Attorney General Eric Holder said the attack turned my stomach because in the week since the Justice Department released its pattern and practice report on Ferguson, we've begun to see really important signs of progress. This was not someone trying to bring healing to Ferguson, Holder said at a news conference in Washington. This was a damn punk, a punk who was trying to sow discord. Even those who encourage people to take to the streets in demonstration are lamenting what the situation might become as a result of the shootings. The idea that this would take place last night is just horrific, 
because the conversation is really just beginning about what the transformation that we're looking for looks like, said Montague Simmons of the Organization for Black Struggle, an activist group 